recorded live on DementiaRadio.org. You're not hearing it. God it's the it. funny music. I knew I forgot to switch that back from the interview. Soundflower. Soundflower. Try again. Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org. It's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com. Where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. <clears throat> What's on the show this week, sir? We have Dick Beats with us this evening. <laughs> you. Welcome, Dick Beats. And uh, we will have a pre recorded interview with Amy Englehart coming up later in the show. This is episode 619 of the Funny Music Podcast for Thursday, April 28th, 2022. The title of this week's episode is The Absurd Beetle. And your ch- job, should you choose to take on the challenge, is to work that into our conversations somehow. So, I've had a day. Uh. <laughs> Why don't you tell us all about that let's, day, let's, Evo? Okay, so, you know that movie... Everything, everywhere, all at once that's out right now. Yes. That was my to-do list today. It was like, and I'm, and I'm only like halfway through it because I got to get ready to leave for, for uh, RavenCon tomorrow. So, oh, I guess we're doing the catch-up. We might as well play the jingle. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. Point. So yeah, that was why I said, "Tell us about it, Devo, yes. so that you could play that oh, okay. and then start talking." Yes, okay. Well, I I missed my cue. I'm sorry. So, um, uh, so work has just been insane. Still, uh, I was up till five thirty in the morning on Tuesday working on a project. Um, I did manage to finish up my new song. I managed to finish up an episode of The Insider. Got that out. Got an email sent out. And uh, still have to hold, do a whole bunch of stuff, including rehearse for my show this weekend. I'm about halfway through rehearsing my set. And then I had to stop because I had to go pick up this kid from there and pick up the other kid from there and drive that kid over there and then come back and set up for the show. So it's been a crazy day and it's not over yet. And I need to like figure out how long my drive is going to be tomorrow so that I can figure out how late I want to stay up tonight doing all the things I need to do. So... What have you been up to, Luke? Um, same as the past week, pretty much. Uh, I um, I went out and uh, saw uh, the new DreamWorks animated film of the Bad Guys, which is a lot of fun. It's it, it's yeah, um, like <laughs> Kyle and I uh, recorded uh, the next Tunes podcast today, and we talked about it, and it's a. Uh, it's like, man, it, to me, it's, I mean, the only other, I mean, okay. <laughs> Just, I don't know. It seems like we've had a while since we've had a dream, a new, like a DreamWorks movie of a new property, mm-hmm. you know, or new whatever. Yeah. That's like, you know, kind of really been good and fresh. And, and this is so, yeah. Um, what else have I done in the past week? Um, um well, <laughs> yeah, basically I've just been. You know, working my dumb day job and um, and uh, working on this freelance thing, which I pr- really need to get done. Like, 
I basically need to stay up late and, and knock it out and get it done today. I was trying to do that last night, but I just needed to get to sleep. Um, and I had today off, so that's good. And I have tomorrow off. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to see Night Court. Oh, cool. I'm so <laughs> psyched about that. For those of you who haven't heard, uh, NBC, uh, I'm, assu- I'm assuming this is for Peacock. It might be for broadcast television. I'm actually kind of hoping it's just for Peacock because that way they could actually be rated R with it if they wanted to. Um, but they're bringing back the series Night Court with uh, Melissa Rauch, who played uh, Bernadette on The Big Bang Theory, is playing Judge Abby Stone, who is uh, you know um, going to be the central character. So she is the daughter of, uh, of Judge Harry Stone from the first series. And uh, John Larroquette, who played Dan Fielding, is back uh, reprising his role as Dan Fielding. Uh, nice. So I'm really and I recently rewatched all of Night Court uh, when I've been working on things and just got reminded. I mean, it's my favorite live action sitcom of all time, and just being reminded of. I mean, first of all, how great that whole show is, but how amazing John Larroquette as Dan Fielding was back in the day, and just I I can't I am so psyched to f- see what they do with this show now. The rest of the cast is all, you know, new people. Um, the only other, of, of the main six characters, the only other two uh, actors, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, three of them have passed away, and the other two that are still alive, which is fortunate, are um, uh, Marsha Warfield and um, and uh, Richard Mall, who played the bailiffs, Roz and Bull, and it makes me wonder if they're going to come back and show up on the series at some point. I really hope they do, just because I love the show so much. Here's a here's kind of a funny thing. Um, John Aston played uh, <laughs> played Judge Stone's father, uh, Buddy, on Night Court, and weirdly, he's still alive. He's 92 years old. So I really hope somehow they get him in to play <laughs> to play Abby's grandfather on the show. That'd be at awesome. At least once. So. Anyway, the other thing that was kind of funny is all week while I've been working is I've been listening to um, uh, more episodes randomly of the past four or so years of Gilbert Gottfried's podcast just because I that's what it's all I felt like listening to is is you know kind of piecemeal like going through and picking this or this or this and you know listening to random episodes. So one of their bonus episodes was with um, a guy who helped work on the show. He even ran like the Facebook page and stuff named Mike McPadden. And his, remember the sketch I did um, for Circus So What with you guys, uh, the um, TNA VHS Rental Rama. Yeah. <laughs> so he wrote a book all about those movies. <laughs> <laughs> so even before the episode was done, I ordered it. Here it is: Teen Movie Hell. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a crucible of coming of age comedies from Animal House to Zapped, and. The uh, blurbs from celebrities are, Patton Oswalt said, I hardly hurrah this hormonal hagiography. Hey, hey, I don't know what that word means, but the second one is from Gilbert. says, this book is good for people who like teen movies and gratuitous nudity. I am those people. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a whole part in here uh, written uh, by the actor Eddie Deason, who's like that kind of nerdy, like, hey, like kind of guy who... Like, if you know, where is it? I don't know. Anyway, but like, oh, there's a whole bunch of interesting articles in here. I haven't gotten too far into actually reading it, but like, the whole meat of this book is basically a literal alphabetical thing of like 
every movie from like 1968 to I don't know what his cutoff date is. I'm guessing basically the turn of the century, you know. And then he has a chapter in here like about uh you know, like kind of 21st century like individual one-shot movies that came out like American Pie or whatever, you know, that were significant. But it's basically about how um the when the when the movie rating system was invented like in 1968, like it kind of changed the landscape of what was and wasn't allowed in movies anymore because now the rating system was officially a thing. So that basically opened the door for you know, letting there be, like, a lot of swearing and or nudity or, you know, violence and other stuff being in films, and that's what led to all these, like, really cheaply, mostly really cheaply, you know, quickly produced films that were just, you know, aimed for, like, the literally the first sentence of this book is, um, is saying, porno movies watered down for 13-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> like that's basically <laughs> the genre. So nice. Anyway, I just it's like so so I'm listening to that podcast and I like I was like partially on a, a on a lunch break and I looked it up on Amazon and I ordered it like you know pretty much right away and I got to the end of the episode and I'm like I totally have to look this guy up on Twitter and share the the Cirque du Soleil sketch with him and then I found out he died in 2020 and I'm like God ah. damn it you know <laughs> fucking 2020 it's like. <laughs> Strikes again two years later, but um, anyway, so I, uh, I'm, it's it, I I want to basically at some point I want to go through and make sure that literally every movie I name checked in our sketch is listed in that book, and I'm, I would have to assume they all are. I'm sure it is, based yeah. On what I've seen so far, so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's about what's uh, uh up with me the past week. Just to give you something interesting. <laughs> for me to say <laughs> all right so dick beats <laughs> welcome to the show where'd you go there you are. <laughs> so yeah when when your song came through i was like that's an interesting name for a band because i was like first of all i didn't know how to pronounce it um the because the way you spelled dick beats and then i was like sir rickster the first i'm like is this an aka thing but apparently it's a duo is that right? Uh, it's kind of, kind of something like that. <laughs> okay, so so what have you been up to? Um, nothing really interesting, honestly. I was just kind of staring at my pet rock all day. <laughs> Aw, adorable. Yeah, he's, he's been pretty bad, so I got to keep an eye on him. <laughs> so, um... And, um yeah, so yeah. so give us a quick introduction to who you are and, and what you do and all that. Cool. So my name's Dick Beats. Uh, my parents, it's it's a family name, and oh, I, I don't really know how to describe myself honestly. Some people call me this wild, noisy person. Other people call me Dick Beats. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So. Give us a quick introduction to this song that you posted, and we'll give it a listen, and then we'll talk to you about it. All right, so this song is about ass. It is. And in fact, that's the title. So here is Ass by Dick Beats and Sir Rickster the First.
So how did this song come about? So the original song was written by um, my friend Ricky Munoz, a.k.a. Sir Rickster I. Oh, and I. I saw you. I thought it was the first. <laughs> I'm not really sure. It, I makes more sense. Ricky can't count, so we have to yeah, accommodate. <laughs> uh, he punched me if you heard me say that. But, <laughs> but no, I think Ricky wrote it on a whim, and he posted a video. It was mostly just for... Uh, yes, his his crowd and most of most of our friends. But I was just like, dude, no, you got to take this. You got to take this farther. This is this is your magnum opus. You can't just leave this be because he hates that song now. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, I just come in. I'm like, you know, no, I'm going to release this whether you like it or not. And I wasn't actually allowed to do that. But no, I, I managed to convince him to let me do that because I also remixed the song about uh, 12 times. I was going to say, when when I was prepping for this show, I, I what I normally do is I check YouTube to see if the artist has posted a video, and then I'll play the video since it's a video show. And I saw like 12 or 13 different versions of this show of this song come up, but it was just a still shot, so there was no video. And I'm but so, like, <laughs> what, what's the difference between all the songs? What did you do? I made some slight tweaks, so I kept Ricky's original voice and lyrics, and mostly I just made a bunch of different genres with it. Like, one's like a 
a ska song, one's a funk song, one's a trap song, got a, a jazz swing, very fast jazz swing song. <laughs> I'm suddenly getting an idea for bonus content on the next <laughs> funk compilation. <laughs> I support that idea. Because <laughs> I've seen like a lot of like you know audio things that have come out in the past few years where it's like music people put on just to kind of relax to or to do work to that isn't like intrusive that whole kind of lo-fi movement yeah, yeah. so it just kind of feels like you know, it's like <laughs> welcome to listening to lo-fi dementia here on the, the on the on the fump channel uh coming up we have ass <laughs> it's, like, it's like a nice little kind of like uh yes yeah, i'm gonna just groove out and work on my thing and listen Listen to ass. Get that ass, girl. Just chill. Ah, you know, it's great. It's awesome. <laughs> Did you do like a 20-minute dance mix? Because if not, we may need to do that. <laughs> that that's, that's, that's on ass, too. But no, that's... <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to go listen to all of them now. <laughs> uh, so, do you, Go ahead. Oh, but yeah, so we invent, um, another thing too, one of my friends is an absolute dickhead and he keeps sending his ass to our group chat. <laughs> so that's the album art on there. <laughs> oh, I was wondering what that was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's an ass, but I inverted it to get around the sensors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it child friendly. Yeah. I give a lot. I made a bunch of stickers out of that ass, and I gave them to a lot of children. <laughs> I didn't want to get arrested, so You're, I had to invert it. <laughs> such a good influence on the on the kids. Yeah, Dick beats handing out ass. You know. Yep. <laughs> so, do you and Ricky work together a lot, or was this kind of a one-off thing? Um, we work together a lot, but not musically. So, Ricky runs a company called Moonlight Booking. It's a booking company, and mm-hmm. he's booking like all sorts of genres. I work with him as a showrunner and promoter and make flyers and all that. So we work together. I see him at least once a week, but musically, this is kind of this was kind of, of like a one-off thing. Nice. Okay. So where are you guys from? So we're from um, northern uh, Northern Virginia. Well, Ricky's from Fredericksburg, Virginia, and I'm from uh, Waldorf, Maryland, which is like 30 minutes south of DC. Oh okay. I'm actually going to be in your your neighborhood this weekend. Oh, <laughs> I'm going. I'm oh, going. I'm sorry. I'm going to RavenCon, which is in Virginia this weekend. Ooh. So, but yeah, that's that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, man. We actually. Um, I remember I printed out some T-shirts and we. Wait, did you put the um, ass on the T-shirt? T-shirt? Did, did yes, you put? I put yeah, it on yeah, a pedestal. <laughs> Like it's it's like a like a vaporwave background and has ass it has wings it's on a pedestal. That so it sounds like a work of art. It was. I only made forty, and I, I don't know if I'll make any more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we ended up donating half of it to um, the Anal Cancer Foundation because it only seemed appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> you mean colon cancer, or is there a separate anal cancer? Okay. There is actual anal cancer. Wow. I googled it. Okay. It must be true. <laughs> I, th- I don't know how that would be different from colon cancer, but um, okay. okay. It's it's semi colon cancer. <laughs> it's semi colon cancer. <laughs> Period. Luke Ski got the last word there. 
Uh, so do you guys perform out a lot? I mean, you said he's a he books shows. Do you guys perform live at all? Uh, honestly, we haven't. Perf- well, Ricky performs the ass song live every now and then, and sometimes I'll throw it into one of my uh, dig beat sessions. So that's uh, like say kind of like DJing. You'll throw in the ass song. Uh, so what I do can barely be described as DJing. <laughs> it's more like if I. It's like half DJing, half being attacked by bees. <laughs> being attacked by bees. Yeah. It's an interesting job. Interesting description. Someone has to do you, it. You could say what? you're a bee jockey, but then the n- initials would be BJ, which is a different thing, and people would get confused. Because people are getting confused. They're both dick. things people like, but, you know. For different reasons. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes at the same time. <laughs> That's when you when the record really starts skipping. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't know what the hell else to ask you about this song. It's really pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> it's good because I don't know what else to say. It's just ass. <laughs> so do you have anything coming up? Anything you want to plug? Um. Well, I do have a big uh, Southwest, um, Southern U.S. tour coming up in September. And then in July, I got hired to be a touring drummer for the punk band Some Kind of Nightmare. Nice. That's going to be cool. Yeah, so I'm going to be on the road for like three to four months. So it's going to be fun. So I'm guessing you're filling in for their drummer for some reason? Um, yeah, their original drummer quit. I think he had like a midlife crisis and sold all his gear and ran into the forest or something. <laughs> okay. But like, I've always been curious about situations like this. This is a good opportunity. So like, do you, when they hire you to be their drummer, do, do you have to learn the songs on your own or do they bring you in to like rehearse with them or anything like that? Oh, uh, well at first I learned the songs on my own. And then a couple days before the tour, uh, usually just bring me in. We practice together, see how it fits. Uh, make tweaks and then we're off. Okay. Okay. That sounds like fun. You guys play in New Jersey at all? <laughs> Maybe. Like they're they tour like year round. Like it's a husband and wife duo. They live in a van and they're constantly touring. So I don't know where they'll be. Well, the, where they'll be next? Are you gonna stay in the van with them, or or you gonna drive yourself? Uh, probably stay in the van too for to save gas, but. Uh, I've had phones, so I think we're safe. <laughs> it could be kind of cramped. You never know. Oh yeah. But yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, if you if you guys play New Jersey, definitely you know let me know. I, I would love to come out and see. Oh, definitely. I um I remember I was in Jersey uh like late February. It was just like this super nice day for no reason. I was in Asbury Park. I think I like tried to fight a seagull. It's interesting. <laughs> The, the seagulls in Asbury Park will fuck you up. Let me tell you. Yeah, I lost. <laughs> Birds and I do not get along. The <laughs> yeah, seagulls don't get along with much, especially in Asbury Park. Oh, yeah, but it's but it's every bird for me because I I I know their secrets. You know. Okay, you know birds aren't real, right? They're all dr- government drones sent to spy on you. What? Yeah, birds yeah, aren't so real. Birds yeah. real. Look it up. Look it up. You blew my <laughs> Do your own mind. research, man. <laughs> if I could read, I would. 
<laughs> awesome. Nope. So do you have a website or anything you'd like to plug? Oh, yeah, I do have a website now. Um, it's only a Wix site right now because my domain is I like in dick limbo. I have like a Bandcamp, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, just honestly, if you just Google Dick Beats, D-I-C-Q Beats, all one word, you should find me. All right. Sounds good. All right, so we're going to move on to news and the second song and second interview and stuff. You're welcome to stick around if you'd like. You're welcome to take off if you have better things to do. Um, but thank you for joining us either way. So I think I'll take off. Okay. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. Well, thank you, yeah, sir. Thanks for coming on. Yep. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you Catch you next time if you guys decide to do another collab or something. <laughs> Will do. This is the funk. That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T H E F U M P.com. Which is how my answer gets corrected. Though reality's a pain, it hasn't driven me insane. I'm doing about as well as could be expected. Time for Funny Music News. Something, something, something. In the news, I took notes on this story and didn't actually rewrite them, so I'm just going to read what I wrote. Uh, Nuclear Bubble Wrap did a cover for a SpongeBob fan film. A little over a year ago, Nuclear Bubble Wrap was asked to do a cover of The Flaming Lips' SpongeBob and Patrick Confront the Psychic Wall of Energy for the upcoming SpongeBob movie Rehydrated Project, a total fan-made version of the SpongeBob movie. Nuclear Bubble Wrap worked very hard on it and held on to it until they were ready to unveil it. But now, here it is. Uh, Steve Goody was a huge help on the production, and this song is now available at nuclearbubblewrap.bandcamp.com. Look for the song SpongeBob and Patrick Confront the Psychic Wall of Energy. And the April Fump newsletter went out the other day, not the April Fool's newsletter. That one already went out. This is the regular April newsletter, which went out the other day, which didn't have a whole lot of news in it because it was a slow month, but that's okay. Uh, if you're not on our mailing list, you can read it online at tiny.cc slash fump0422. All right. Uh, Luke, you got anything before tour dates? And I don't think so. All right. Well, in that case... I forgot to update the tour dates, so let me look at that newsletter I just talked about. All right, tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody. On, on Tuesdays online, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On Thursdays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel. 
On the 29th in Clovis, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 30th in Mater, Louisiana, the Consortium of Genius. On the 30th in Glen Allen, Virginia, Devo Spice. Uh, where am I left off? On the 2nd in Voorheesville, New York, Drew Jacobs. On the 6th in Gloversville, New York, Drew Jacobs. On the 6th in Livermore, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And on the 6th through the 8th in Columbus, Ohio, Tom Smith. Alrighty. Uh, happy birthday tomorrow to Todd Chappelle and Saturday to Joe J. Thomas. Happy birthday, folks. And our second song of the week, a new one by Amy Englehart. Here is Vodka Twist. Absolutely. I'm here with Amy Inglehart. How you doing, Amy? I am awesome. How are you? Good. Now, is, is that a vodka twist in your hands? Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> I'm, of course, holding up a Dunkin' Donuts um, uh, coffee for those of you uh, keeping score at home. <laughs> because I am in New York, baby. Yeah. So what brings you to New York? Um, a host of things. I did a show at Birdland last night that was amazing. Susie Mosher's lineup. It's kind of a theater geeky, cabaret geeky thing. Mm -hmm. Bunch of those kinds of killers. Um, but I did You Never on it, which is on the thumb. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm also here to work on a show that I wrote um, and that was done uh, digitally last year. And now we're working on the stage version. So I'm workshopping that. 
And um, yeah, back in the saddle, baby. Nice. So happy to have my life back. Things are happening again. <laughs> At least for now. For now, yes. <laughs> and I have my Dunkin' Donuts coffee, which is around the freaking corner. So <laughs> You're in New York. It's around every corner. Hello. Um, <laughs> however, those you can make jokes like that about like Dunkin' Donuts and Dwayne Reed, but they moved, the Dwayne Reed that used to be around the corner from this place I'm staying at closed. And I was like, how dare they close this Dwayne Reed? You know, like, even though it was, how many, you know, they're so ubiquitous. They're everywhere. Kind of like Dunkin' Donuts. That's a combo. Yeah. That's what we need. So tell us about the vodka twist. The drink oh or the song, gosh. whichever. It doesn't matter. The vodka twist, which everybody's doing, especially the cool kids. Um, well, I think that, you know, we all process what happened to us last year in different ways. And I swore to God that I wouldn't write about it. And then I wrote two songs about it. Um, although not directly, um, I like to come out things from a different angle and not be so, uh, not be so literal about it, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, so I think, uh, some of us indulged in different ways in, in self-medication during the, uh, during the pandemic. And um, I have a lot of friends who they'd be like, and today's bottle of wine is, you know, so um, I just kind of thought, you know, as if life wasn't tough enough. And I really felt sorry for people who had kids and had to deal with that and the whole, you know, education at home. And, and I thought, well, what if we, we put this together in some kind of, you know, metaphor so so i originally i was thinking you know some kind of like chubby checker thing the vodka twist yeah Um, and then then it just turned into a blues and then i was like all right this is gonna be up tempo blues because it kind of needs to be and um yeah i i just was like you know here we are (laughs) (laughs) so it was a culmination of things um done through the weird ass Amy Engelhardt filter. Um, and uh, yeah, and we'll do the whiskey shout later. Oh, okay. So there's a couple of these. Yeah. So that's it. You know, that's, that's, that's one of my pandemic uh, sum ups, I guess, you know, the best way to go through um, difficult times is humor. So and I, I like that you were, you approached it from a different angle rather than, I mean, like I did everything is canceled, like right in your face, everything is canceled, you know, and, but the, you took a, a, a more roundabout approach, which I like here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I mean, the truth is, you know, we all had our own uh, wells that we sunk into um, mentally or and, fell into and couldn't climb out of, you know, right. Or built, <laughs> <laughs> but you know everyone handled it in different ways and uh i'm talking as if it's over um it's not over it's technically not. Mm. people i know are still getting getting sick hopefully it won't be me uh but mainly i'm thrilled that the ob- the only real obstacle if you get sick now is that you'll test positive and you can't work um at least for performers um is that you know you're off the gig uh or you know, and then you just, you know, take care of it. But the, the biggest worry is gone. But I think we all, it brought out both the best and worst in everyone, you know. 
um, sometimes in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I think vodka twist is that. You know, it's so is is a vodka twist the best or the worst? I don't know. I mean, if 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 your solution to uh, hot to your problems is to get drunk, that's not a good idea. But if your solution is to dance. <laughs> My solution always tends to be chocolate. Amen to that. Dark chocolate. We'll dip it in peanut butter. I can't do that. I'm allergic. Oh, you could still have whipped cream, though. I could have whipped cream. Yeah. So you wouldn't be doing that famous. What is it? The 70s. You got your peanut butter and my chocolate. Yeah, you your chocolate your and my peanut butter. Yeah. People, oh, so old. We're so fucking old. Yeah. I said fucking. I was do just I thinking we were talking time? about, huh? Do I do that every time? Do I just curse a blue streak every time? I, I, it's I, fine. I, it doesn't matter. It's it's the fump cast. I, I, it's the fucking fump cast. Yes. Is that what the FU stands for? In yes. The <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, uh, like we were talking about falling down the well. I was thinking, ah, well, I'm old enough to remember baby Jessica. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it still happens, though. Like kids fall down wells. Yeah. And- yeah, it doesn't become, you know, a media sensation for three months or however long that went on. Oh, my gosh. There's a stir- There's a song that you have to check out by Cynthia Carl, um, who's not on the thumb and should be on the thumb, but I guess she hasn't sent you stuff. It's called um, Duck Down the Drain. I think that's what it's called. That's what it's about. I'm going to send it to you okay. if I can find a record because it's kind of about this subject and it's one of the funniest things you will ever hear. <laughs> and All I know right. you guys will enjoy it. Nice. I look forward <laughs> to that. <laughs> and everyone who's listening to this, check out Cynthia Carl, C-A-R-L-E, or I think it's Cynthia Carl Music. They do this crazy, she and her partner, Mark uh, Nutter, do this crazy Christmas show called The Smackdown. <laughs> and it's all original Christmas music. They're completely off of their nut and in the best of ways. Excellent. That sounds great. <laughs> so do you have anything you'd like to plug? My album, which which uh, both Vodka Twist and You Never both of are on the phone are also on and you can find that at Bandcamp. Um, what else is going on with me? I'm doing house concerts again. <laughs> so if y'all want this in your living room <laughs> and let's face and who it, could, who doesn't. could resist that? Who doesn't? And this is like total, like mourning me after a show. I, oh, I even have like low voice, Amy voice. Uh, <laughs> you know how singers wake up and they're like, yeah. oh, wake up. You're like, oh, yeah, uh, that's a <laughs> With that Barry White thing going on. How low can I... <laughs> Excuse me while I just masturbate with my voice. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, but I am out in the world now. So um, go to my website and sign up for my mailing list, which is Amy angleheart.com and if i am near you um i will happily come to your house and um entertain you and 30 of your best friends just think how cool you'll be (laughs) (laughs) i can't even say that without laughing yeah (laughs) but but it is back it is back people are doing it a lot of people are doing outdoor shows and um that was one of my 
mainstays. So um, I'll come to your house and make you laugh. Or also, if you just want to pay a lot, me a lot of money, I'll come to your house and make you laugh. And that, that is not as seedy as it sounds. How much would I have to pay you to come to my house and finish our kitchen floor? Because we're not getting very far. Yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> How much would I have to pay you to come to my house and start my kitchen floor? Uh, yeah, a lot, considering I got to finish my floor first. Oh, that's true. Because you can't leave the house until <laughs> right. it's done. There's like nothing to walk on. <laughs> We're walking on plywood and leftover grout right now. Wow. Are you tiling? We pulled the tile you... up. We're putting new tile down. Yeah. It's fascinating. Fascinating. It, it sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I actually have been putting off dealing with our floors. We've had the same carpet since we've been in this place, which is 24 five years in los angeles and it's this they said oh it's stain master i'm like yes i know it's the master of all stains and um it's horrible and finally i've just after you know being trapped in there for two years with this horrible carpet and you know we have cats and blah 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 so i know it's a surprise that i have cats and um i'm finally like we have to do this I, I need to get rid of this carpet. We need to put actual flooring in. But but you're good. You're doing it yourself. I'm not going to do it myself. We're, we're doing it ourselves because we can't afford to hire somebody to do it. You see, it's out of necessity here. <laughs> not by choice. Well, I'm just like, well, you know, with all the money that I'm making from the front, because people are listening to and buying my songs. She was able uh, to buy a coffee from Duncan with the money she made from the fump. Which is good because the free coffee thing they sent me today didn't work. Oh, they sent me an email about a free coffee and I was all jazzed about it. And, and I get there and like, it doesn't work. It doesn't load into the app. And of course, the people behind the counter are like, we don't know anything about the app. <laughs> so I just bought the freaking coffee and I'll just, it's a free coffee Wednesday thing. So I'm going to yell at the people in Los Angeles next week when I'm home. <laughs> You do that. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your time in New York. Thank you. And thank you to all the Fump uh, listeners and to you guys. And um, you're awesome. And you keep us laughing when uh, there's not laughable things going on. <laughs> and I hope that I've kept you guys laughing. You absolutely have. All right. All right well, thank you for joining us. Take care. Have Catch a great you next day. Time. Bye. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Feedback. Wacky Ben. Wacky Ben wrote, Night Court is one sitcom I occasionally watch as it currently runs on a digital channel called Laugh and has been and has been since it first launched in 2015. So many funny moments I could name, but off of these are a few, and then he has a link to YouTube. Also, don't quote me on this, but I heard that Richard Mull wants no part of Night Court anymore, so we might not see him on the new court. One more thing, John Larroquette, you can say, was technically a video gamer, as I read that he used to play Super Mario Land on the Game Boy during production of Night Court. 
Cool. That's cool. And Danny D wrote, Ruth might be able to fit between Troughton and Pertwee since that regeneration wasn't shown. Also, Supernatural ended up being the last remaining show that started on the WB. It only had one season when that network existed. Neat. I don't think Ruth would fit between Troughton and Pertwee because, uh, just to refresh my memory, I went back and watched that regeneration after this comment came in. And the regeneration is basically the doctor talking to two time lords and the time lords saying you know you've been bad we're going to exile you to earth you're going to lose your memory or knowledge of time travel and the, and how to work the tardis um and we're going to change your appearance and then in the next episode the third doctor john pertwee kind of falls out of the tardis and now he's stranded on earth and doesn't know how to work the tardis so it's it's a very one-to-one you know End where end with Trout and pick up with Pertwee. I don't see how that could, how Ruth could fit in there. And that's the problem. I don't know where she fits in. But. Well, I think they implied. I mean, I know I, I'm the one that asked the question initially, but I think they implied that because of that whole new, you know, backstory to the character of the Doctor. Yeah, the timeless child storyline, which yeah, I don't like at all. Yeah, the whole timeless child thing. Yeah, so they're basically implying that that doctor is, like, before the first doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And as I said, that means her TARDIS should not be a police box. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's it's funny. If you go back and watch the original series, it is canon that there are pre-Hartnell doctors. Because in the, the four, there's a fourth doctor episode where some bad guy is probing the doctor's mind. And he goes, just how old are you, Doctor? And then on the on the view screen, you see the third Doctor, and then the second Doctor, and then the first Doctor. And then you see, like, some Victorian-era dude, and then you see, like, another guy, and then it, it, the Doctor finally breaks free. So, supposedly there are, you know, pre-Hartnell Doctors. Or unless that's just one of those, you know, Doctor Who continuity things that everybody forgot about. <laughs> It's wibbly wobbly and it's timey wimey. It is indeed. <laughs> all right, that's all the feedback we got. Um, I thought of another piece of funny music news because I can't remember if you mentioned it last week. Um, did you talk about um, Randall Floss's uh, show going to off Broadway? No, I did no, not know about that. Oh, so um, uh, if you, especially if you were at MarsCon when he was the music guest of honor in 2018. Um, he did a couple of songs during that concert for a Star Trek musical he had been working on for a long time, uh, based uh, primarily on the second film, The Wrath of Khan. Um, and um, so basically, uh, it's, it's called Khan the Musical, and I think it's like, you know, two exclamation points after Khan. Um, and the, basically the premise is um, Data and Picard are on the holodeck, and, like, Data, for whatever reason, is, like, watching the events of what happened during Star Trek Two like, play out on the holodeck with, you know, him and Picard, I guess, you know, uh, Picard, like, kind of guiding him on this, you know, important adventure in the history of the universe or whatever. And then, you know, we go to the cast, which is, like, Kirk and everybody, and there's a whole lot of songs. And he did a couple of them at MarsCon, and they were amazing, and, like, they went over great. People gave him, like, a standing ovation just on those songs alone they were so good which i which was which brent had said 
was kind of a big boost to him because that was the first time he ever had a chance to perform that material in front of like a sci-fi convention audience and not like a nerd, you know, because he's used to nerdcore audiences who may or may not be that far into the lore of Trek to really, you know, get all the references or whatever. So anyway, so he, he's been working on it for a few years, but now it's going to be an official off-Broadway uh, show of some kind that's going to run for a few weeks in New York uh, sometime next year. So um, Nice. And have to for go those check of you that who out. don't, yeah, for those of you who don't, I, it's like, you know, Stephanie's visiting New York right now and having, like, a total blast. She's been messaging me and, and calling me and everything. She's been seeing a ton of shows on Broadway and off-Broadway. And I've never actually been to New York City, so, like, almost just for the sake of having an excuse to, for me to finally go, I might want to make the trip out there just so I can see that and support him. Because I'd have to assume this is going to become, like, you know something that really helps launch him, you know, into uh, a, a, you know, a wider world of being known for having, you know, for all the cool stuff that he makes. Oh, in, in addition to Use Your Words 2, which they've set up a Kickstarter campaign for that has not launched yet, but they have uh, at least got it uh, in the system. So if you can find it um, at uh, Smiling Buddha Games's Kickstarter thing, you can click on a thing to like, you know, let me know when this launches or whatever. So... That's cool. another thing he's got in the works. And just to go back to the other thing, um, for those of you who don't remember Star Trek Two, that's the one where they're on, I think it's SETI Alpha 4, and Khan is there, and, and they capture Chekhov, and they put that, that thing in his ear that's like kind of like an, an absurd beetle. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second to realize what you were doing there. <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing. All right. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by me. You don't say. I am thoroughly surprised by this information. <laughs> you should be. And Tuesday's song is by Mikey Mason. Yeah, Mikey. And this week's Spotify playlist topic is Disney. Yay! Because they're in the news for reasons. <laughs> Mostly stupid reasons, but they're in the news nonetheless. Yes. All right. Uh, Amy Englehart is at amyenglehart.com. Uh, Dick Beats is at dickbeats with a Q dot com. And I think that's it. That's it. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Lutsky. And we had a dick beats in the house. Yes, and, and, and me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefunk.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... While you're lying there screaming, come help me please, them seagulls. <clears throat> Poke your knees. <laughs>